Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was on Spotify the other day and I just searched yeah. Catholics to see what other podcasts were on there. Uh-huh. And um, I noticed just a, a trend. So I'm going to, can I introduce the podcast in the way that all of the other Catholic podcasts introduce themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Please go ahead. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to The Crunch, a Catholic podcast by Catholic men and for Catholic men. Check us out on Patreon and don't forget, be a Catholic man and, and eat dirt. <laughs> <laughs> start the actual podcast now yeah welcome to the crunch it's your boy ethan and i'm patrick i'm no uh, I, I, think, I think the the trend in catholic podcasts is every podcast thinks they're super creative because they are the yeah, only right. podcast that is yeah. for something by the yeah. same audience yep but that's <laughs> the, the entire fact, point of the, the only <laughs> the only thing that's for something by that same something it's like have you ever heard of young teenage musicians making music yeah, for exactly. young teenage people. It's like, oh, this is music by people like me, for other people like me. But then all of a sudden we get to Catholic podcasts and these people have never stepped outside before and they're like, this is <laughs> this is genius. We are on another freaking level. And another thing that I noticed too, this is I'm not trying to bag on Catholic podcasts, but I mean I am, is that a lot of them that I would just I would just click on and listen to the first couple of minutes. They took themselves very seriously. Yeah. Like, it was, which I just don't understand. That's why the only ones that I can really ever listen to are catching foxes and Catholic stuff. Maybe on occasion, if I have, if I'm awake and their soothing, soothing clerical voices, aren't going to put me to sleep. <laughs> Clerically speaking, doesn't take themselves too seriously. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the appeal, I think. Yeah, because we have all these podcasts that are like, today we are going to discuss virtue, part one of three, and it's like, what? Oh, geez. <laughs> can you please can you please not do that? Because that doesn't that's not fun. They, they treat they treat their podcast like it's their treatise on faith, right? So that's why this. If you're listening out there, and you want to make a podcast, don't be dumb about it. Do it exactly how we do it, and then. And then take the pain when I roast you for just copying us. <laughs> These guys are just being themselves online. They took our idea. <laughs> <laughs> Those oh, jerks. Man. And then there's the other podcasts that are just like people just start like like the Helmix podcast. Uh, I haven't caught it yet. I didn't. I didn't know that they had a podcast. Yeah, they have one. It's just about like being. They're just being parents, and they're just talking ah. about. It's called raising Helmix. Which that's, I think is a fantastically creative name. <laughs> that's a good name. It's a good name. That's a good name. Um, and because because I think that they are two hilarious and holy people, I would totally listen to that podcast if I remembered to. I think I'm going to listen to it on the way to work today, actually. I would listen to that podcast if I knew it exists. And now I do know because you told me. How was I to know if I'm not on Twitter? Like, is there, do they have any, 
they've had this sort of podcast advertising for a while. Do, do they have flyers do they i mean like mailers to let me know that this is what they're doing here's here's why i don't listen to my friends podcast because once i okay. start listening to their podcast i'm gonna start looking at them mm-hmm. differently and by that mm-hmm. i mean i'm going to um view them as a potential source of income view, view them as 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 um <laughs> yes a potential source no <laughs> not that at all oh man oh they got a few episodes so this podcast started in june 2018 okay and they've got they've got roughly 15 episodes but yeah all right so what what what's what's going on in your world ethan How how's life i'm i'm doing all right i just i'm i was gonna record this podcast yesterday evening yeah. and then and then i'll have to get up extra early and record it today before i go <laughs> before i go to the enterprise and and pick up my my vehicle for the weekend listen it's your fault uh, that you no it's my fault sorry it is it is exactly i was driving fault. i was okay i was on the road yesterday at uh-huh. at ten thirty, and i was like oh crap ten thirty. That sounds familiar. Like yeah, recording like a podcast time at that time. That I yeah. told my friend Ethan that I would be there for him. And, then... <laughs> and also, I was, I was, I was in a bad mood already, and I was like, "Now I'm irresponsible." And then I was, and then all of a sudden, it started snowing like <laughs> Armageddon. And I, and then the car in front of me slows down to a cool forty miles an hour, and I'm like, "This is my life for the next hour. I will be." And I, my my commute took an extra half hour because of the Oof. snow. And, and i was like i have to get up at six o'clock i don't have to but i wanted to because mass and i was like six right. o'clock tomorrow morning and it's my car's gonna be covered in snow luckily the front windshield had no snow or ice on it so i could just that's leave. nice i know it was so nice i uh why yeah, did i leave okay. houston I, again ethan I, remind I, me I, uh <laughs> because of love and um the lord and the lord um I, I totally forgive you. I'm not upset with you at all. I get to go to Manhattan this weekend, so that's why there's a, a sense of urgency is that I'm I'm leaving from Tulsa. It's kind of back-to-back travel weekends, which is not ideal, um, but this is just how kind of the schedule shook out. Um, what was – oh, this – speaking of snow, it didn't snow here, but it did ice and we have Speaking this, of snow, that didn't happen, but other speaking, things did. <laughs> speaking of cold things – my ex-wife. No, um, we had <laughs> we had a. There's this patio outside of the Newman Center, and it's this really long concrete, just swatch of patio. Yeah, and th- it's outside the game room, and so you, in the cafeteria, so you can kind of see into the Newman Center from it. And I think it's designed to like hang out on or at least grill from, but nobody's ever done that. So. We put it to good use because it was all – the whole thing was completely iced over. And so after 9 p.m. mass on Wednesday, we were like playing ping pong or something. And somebody went outside for a second to like cool off because ping pong gets very intense. Of course, yeah. And <laughs> he like – he realized – he's his freshman Joe. He realized it's like it's so slippery and he just yells at me. He goes, Ethan, get out here. And so <laughs> I ran and I didn't slip. But I did slide, and there was a patch of grass, and we would run and then leap onto the concrete patio and slide down the whole thing. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it was so fun. I was going to post a video of it on Twitter, but then I realized that I don't actually care about sharing it with anybody, and I enjoyed spending the time of it with my <laughs> friends. So here we go. Now you get to hear me verbally describe it. Perfect. 
Yeah. So that's that's what I've been up to is just putting myself and others at risk. At risk. Um, man, what have I been up to? Oh, I had my first core team meeting yesterday. You had your first what? Core team. So the the, oh. the youth the youth ministry, the adult volunteers, we got together and we hung out and we talked about the future of the ministry and it was great and it was nice because more than one person showed up and um I feel like we're finally getting traction and it's it's great because sometimes patience there are mm-hmm. two there are two ways to react in my mind and my heart to things not happening immediately one of those yep. things is impatience going come on when's it gonna happen and the other one is despair which means this is never going to happen right so i i'm discovering that i, I i'm moving i was moving away from um being impatient and i was like i had like a perfected patience at like one one couple of couple of days i was very in peace right and now i'm kind of slipping into despair so i'm like all right all right, all right time to calibrate time to move back into place mm-hmm. and just be satisfied with where we are and trust that god is going to move things forward Cause it's actually kind of tough because people people have opinions on your ministry no no yeah. oh yeah it's what? weird it's the craziest thing and it's like why isn't this working like we're paying him what not not my parents <laughs> leadership the, there's some parishioners like they're he's getting paid right shouldn't he be and it's like i i i feel i feel some kind of pressure to like prove myself that like actually uh-huh. i am worth being hired and um that needs to st- i need to stop that that need, that's stupid it does it does need to stop yeah cuz you're you're a legitimate person with a legitimate job and if I here like here's the thing is that like when I became a missionary, I had to be content with the fact that like maybe I was gonna be here for two years and I was only gonna make like one disciple if that, you know, like yeah. I had to be content with the fact that maybe the Lord only wanted me to be here to to to, to affect one person. So that might be hard with a with a group of parish people weighing down on you, but you gotta you gotta tune them out. Not not tune them out completely. Listen to their constructive criticism, but don't yeah. don't feel like that there's pressure there because the pressure is do the the will of the Lord, which should be which should in theory have more pressure, more weight behind it than <laughs> a group of parishioners to do the will of the Lord. It's a bit more of a bigger deal. It's more. Uh, oh, oh, the human heart so concerned with its brothers Indeed. and sisters and not its father. Hmm. Indeed. Hmm. You know who else was concerned with the human heart? St. Bonaventure, which is why we're going into our... And Bonaventure wrote a book called The Itinerarium, which means the journey. And so we are starting our new segment, The Itinerarium. Oh, gosh. Can I do a different podcast? Can I do a different podcast, please? (laughs) I am trying to do a different podcast. I don't want to do this podcast. I'm trying to do the vastly more successful podcast, clerically speaking. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I was going to tweet that today, and I was like, instead of tweeting it, I'm just going to do it on the podcast. Okay, well, I'm glad you did because it ruined my day. <laughs> but did you see when the focus posted the picture of us? Yeah, and everybody just yeah. replied, "Go add clerically speaking." I think that'd be so fun to they have need them. To come. Yeah, yeah. Can we just do just two hours back to back of us and then them and then it, it would be perfect make the whole thing. We could we could have them just go right, and then we break in at the end. We at a, at a predetermined time we break in to their podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we 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 take it over in the name of the laity, and then they don't stop. We just keep going. They have an hour and a half episode. Go right into our podcast, and they can be guests on our podcast, and then they can leave. Yep. 
Gosh, I what what really needs to happen? So podcasts are always good with more people, right? <laughs> so I think we <laughs> no more than us, four. <laughs> us, them, catching foxes, that Catholic couple, and like maybe Matt Fratt or whatever if he wants to come. And then we all just do one big mega podcast. I think it'd be really fun to do a podcast roundtable one of I these think days. Be, but it used to be such a logistical challenge. It would be so hard because, like, first off, there's only so many different ways that a white man's voice can be differentiated by the human ear. <laughs> so just having we have, to, we have to all develop accents. <laughs> I know that's like that. We have to all do it because, like, some people have trouble uh, hearing the difference between you and me. Like if Which they don't listen to I've never, often, I've never understood. I'm the one that sounds very good looking and. Uh, <laughs> remember when sultry. Lauren? Remember when Lauren's sister was like, "I uh, Ethan Ethan has a more attractive voice, but Patrick's more attractive." Yeah, never understood that one. Never, <laughs> never really have have seen the fruits of that of that comment. <laughs> I also don't understand what that means. And again, she could have been confusing my voice with yours. Um. Hey, yeah. How you doing? Um, I have a I have a a topic. If you want it, <laughs> God bless you. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like I'm like we both have to leave at ten, right? So we got to cut this at an hour. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I hope he's got something because we do not have time to talk about what we're gonna talk about. No, we're gonna talk. We could we could do a whole podcast of banter. <laughs> I got a text. I got a text from my friends that said, hey. The the banter at the beginning made me laugh so hard. I love it. This week's banter was pretty good. I was like, what if we did what if we did that for a whole hour every week? Nobody <laughs> would listen. No, people would start to listen. Uh, oh, banter, banter podcast 2.0. So I was talking to uh, this is uh, hmm, I've got some ideas about college and I'm trying to figure out how to present them to my students in ways that don't piss them off <laughs> um because that's been the the theme the past couple of weeks is all like i'll try to challenge them on things and then they'll just get mad so huh. well not like mad mad but just like annoyed and they won't yeah. really listen to me so the the i i don't know what school is like at the franciscan university of steubenville but it's actually just at, franciscan university of steubenville not the but go on sorry the <laughs> the Patrick Nevy um, University of Steubenville at, at University of Tulsa and at K-State to an extent and a lot of um, state schools and other such things, there's a real pressure to to be involved. And we've talked about this. Yeah. There's a real pressure to um, be in all the clubs and um, be in leadership positions and be in the fraternity and the sorority and all those things. And none of that is bad. But I was talking to Father about this I was like, yeah, we've got a lot of students that are really involved. We want to kind of like get them to take a step back. And he goes, yeah, it's because they don't understand what a university is for and they don't understand what college is for because college should be you take four years where you get get away from the world and you get away from worldly distractions mm -hmm. and you're able to completely focus on a life of learning. And I was like, okay. And I was at the beginning, I was like a completely focused life of learning. That means that I can't hang out with any of my students if they're going to do that. He's like, no, 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 no. A life of learning includes um, learning about the faith and growing in the faith and growing in community. Yeah. Um, it's just that, you know, spending $55,000 a year to come to a university so that you can be in a club that their only job is convincing other people to come to this university and spend $55,000 a year is a bit. <laughs> 
cyclical and circular. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the, and I asked one of the students, I was like, why do you, why do you want to do that? Like, why do you want to give tours and convince, you know, prospective students to come to this university? He goes for the good of the university. I'm like, and what good is that? Let the university die. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think the university should die per se, but you'd be out of a job, but I would be, um, but what's this I, – I don't I'm, – I'm struggling to understand like the the institution existing for the sake of itself and students like not asking that that w- next level why question of like why am I even doing this? It's like, okay, we have level one of like I'm doing this because maybe I'm good at it or maybe it's good for my resume. And maybe you have someone on a deeper level than that because it's good for the university. But why is it good to have a university? Yeah. You know, Who like we don't, universities. Nobody's getting to that third level. And I'm like how do we get – how do we get students to that point? Do you know where the what university you, system started? The Catholic Church. Yeah. Do you know why it's called a university? Because we're supposed to learn about the universe. Because Catholic means universal. Oh. It seems like there's an interesting connection between the word university and the word Catholic. Yeah, we should call it the uh, the Catholic Cathoversity. Cathoversity. The extended cinematic Cathoverse. There it is. Send but the catheter. And, but the but the point is right is I I'm not I don't know I don't know how to get people from from the level that they're at to the level that they need to be at without completely and utterly making them like super defense def, defensive about like oh I've spent a lot of time doing this and this and this and this and you're telling me that it's all pointless and so it's I don't know it's an interesting challenge that I I feel like is going to take up a lot of my time in the next year and a half. I think that there's some merit in waking some people up and saying, hey, you know how you complain about why am I a communications major and I have to take Algebra 2 or mm-hmm. take History? Let them work through that problem and yeah. go through a period of being like, hey, what if that actually was pointless? <clears throat> and, you're, and just like, oh, um, then why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, and let them have that kind of existential crisis of wait a second and then they're hopefully then like play the opposite side and have their brains start to fight back and be like well I am learning and okay then why are you learning because it's it's good to learn for what purpose so I, I, I would say to make money get turned to make <laughs> I haven't heard that song in forever. I love that song. That's my, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure song <laughs> because it, I like to make money good. Turn, and then the kind of the beat behind goes, oh, I, I, oh I, and it's just very, it's kind of catchy. <laughs> it's, it's got a little toe tapping tune there. It got a little toe tapping tune and it describes my life of all I want to do is make money and get turned. Get turned. <laughs> so, um, in Patreon.com my... slash crunch. <laughs> In my in my theology thesis, mm-hmm. um, I used the the no the known the uh, what oh, the core classes that's what they're called the core classes the non major classes I used information that I gained in those classes in my theology thesis right my embryology uh, class lent to my knowledge of the human body which helped me in my thesis on the theology of the body um, I was able I when I when I took French Revolution. I learned about like the 
our our secular culture's tradition, intellectual tradition, and like where it came from and and what it led to. And mm. so I was able to use that in like the way that our our culture views the body and views reason, et cetera, et cetera. So um that's what a universal education is supposed to do. It's supposed to give you a when 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 a when a high school says well-rounded student, they mean a student that plays sports and is in band and gets all A's and is on student council. They mean an impossible superhuman, an ubermensch, as Nietzsche would say. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I know, right? Kind of scary. Um, but what a well-rounded individual is for the educator, for the educator, educator, is um, is someone is someone who has a has at least a cursory knowledge, like a, a basic understanding of major disciplines. History, science, mathematics, theology, philosophy. So that when someone comes up to you and tries to sell you snake oil, you can say, I don't think that's true because when I took history, I learned this, right? And or when I when I took embryology, I learned this. So when someone comes up to you and says, Well, oh, like the uh the human the human human life doesn't start in the womb until until twenty weeks. It's like, well, um, we learned that the heartbeat happens a lot earlier and also that cells are the smallest form of life so it would seem that life starts in the womb immediately if you if you took the, if you had that cursory knowledge you'd be able to kind of call bs but what ends up happening is uh, the bs gets to you before the knowledge does and so college stops working and then what a universal education becomes when you take god out of it right when you take the queen of sciences out of theology the queen of science theology out of the school right Yes. Um, yes, I, I get you. Yeah, there is no longer a uh, a, a monarchy in the university, right? Mm, there mm-hmm. is now a democracy. So or, all of the discipline or, or anarchy. In, yeah, I was about to say, or I was uh, like an egalitarian sort yeah. of like situation between all of the different disciplines. And so, like all of the disciplines are equal in a sense, and it's like, well, history ha- history has a historical critical view. Science has its. Um, science uh scientism view uh philosophy mm-hmm. has its rationalist view of the world right so all these competing views of the world right mm-hmm. um, based on what what major you're in and what's your specialty exactly is. yeah so i think that i think that someone yeah. someone who has studied theology a little bit sees the value in a theological education right but someone who studies economics and, and gets an mba and is not formed in theology or understand like they they would be less likely to understand the need to study theology in the uh mm-hmm. in in the in at this level right yeah yeah have you seen that meme that's like uh kindergarten stem major so what are you learning in school kindergartner uh shapes and colors stem major <laughs> good luck getting a job with that it's Very true funny meme. gosh i i mean that was that was my experience my lived experience as an engineering major not that I, I ever told people like, "Hey, you, you're making a bad long-term investment." Um, but that's the the peers around me would always say, "Hey, you know, thank goodness, thank goodness, we're 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 doing this now because it's going to pay dividends in the future." It's like, is it going to really? What kind of? I mean, money, sure, I guess, but <laughs> that was something we would be up until two in the morning working on homework or studying for a test or something. That was the the th- the motivator, the motivating phrase that people would say to themselves is, and you know, I just got to do this for you know, two more years, and then 
and then I'll be smooth sailing. All these other jokers and literature majors, they, they, they are going to be poor, and I, I will be wealthy. <laughs> and, and it's, I'm just like, okay, Jeffrey, like whatever. Um, so, but I think especially a school like TU here, that's the big, that's the big uh, mindset. It's yeah. a huge engineering school, and there's not a lot of the humanities that are very promoted. Um, and so I, I feel like I'm losing a, a battle that's already been fought and lost and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm fighting it again. And I'm, and I'm trying to convince students like, Hey, the humanities are important. Reading books is important. But then on top of that, I'm also saying like, Hey, spending time in community and having friends is important. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm saying, Hey, the sacraments are important. <laughs> uh, and, and reading scripture is important. So there's all these different things of trying to teach somebody how to live, uh, uh, live life teach somebody mm-hmm. how to how to live well that's my that's if you want to sum up what a focused missionary does is teach people how to live human formation human formation and there's it's just a big um an institutional challenge that i feel like i can make very little headway um, yeah. against you know i mean i i read in we talked about leisure the basis of culture right and yeah joseph peeper says yeah, um, Yosef Beeper says uh, that study should be an exercise of leisure, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I mean, I I can I can see that. Like when I when I read that, I was like, okay, cool. I should approach my studies differently, and I I would sit down with a cup of coffee and I would read my theology assignments, right? And it was I would pray with it, and it was very enriching, right? Whereas instead, I'm like, all right, I got to check this box off. I got a huge stack of books. I got to get through all these books. And I got to fill out this study guide and study for this. It's a very, it's a very like consumeristic way of educating myself. But mm. instead, instead of that, like taking time to study and read and talk about what I'm learning, like the conversations that I had at Franciscan are, they, they were, they were just soaked in theology. Right. I just, I, I mean, cause you, you hang out with all of your theology major friends and you're all learning the same thing and you're talking about the same thing, et cetera, et cetera. And that's great. Um, but I thought I, I said, I, I, and then I was, I was studying across from my friend Holly and she's a biology major and she's got a ton of books, same amount of books, but they're all like bigger. Um, somehow a treatise on Aquinas' treatise on happiness is thinner than, uh, um, organic chemistry textbook. And you're just like, wow. Um, she's like stressed out. And I, I, I read that quote to her and she was like, screw you. <laughs> Because it's it's hard it's hard to see that study is a le- is a leisurely activity when the knowledge is kind of just poured into you mm-hmm. and you're expected to regurgitate it right. Mm-hmm. I think the teachers at Franciscan do a good job of not doing that, but I know that when I was in school, that was kind of how. When I was in high school, that's how it was. So I can't imagine college was in, would be any better. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
cards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think that one thing that could help is um, a detachment from your studies. Interesting. Or at least, at least from your grades. Because yeah. the... Right as of right now, a lot of students that I know in college, whether they're at you know a state school like K State or a, a private school like TU, they you know, the college is something that gets built up right in the mind of it's going to be really hard, it's going to be really tough. You're going to fail if you don't work hard. You're gonna you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And then when people get here, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm gonna I need to do this and I need to do this and I need to do this. Even if it's not getting involved, even if it's just focusing on your classes. Um, and there's no real it's it sucks the enjoyment out of it like i could go and play basketball every day um but i could see how if i was being being told that i had to do it and 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 um it was it was more of a a practice than like a, an event of leisure like i could see how that would get sucked out of my that would suck the leisure the leisurely aspect of basketball for me out of it you know yeah and the same thing with school for 12 years <laughs> the idea of studies being leisure is sucked out of us until we graduate high school. And then it's like, okay, now go, go and, and, and learn well, younglings. We've taught you <laughs> sincerely the public school system. And then we get there and there's no, there's no basis or, or background for um, like learning what you want to learn or learning what's good to learn. It's only learn what will, what, what will make you stacks. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I I really want everybody that I know to just not go to class for a week and just hang out <laughs> and be friends. Or or this is why I always I'm, I go on these weekend trips. I'm like, you just need to come with me and like not study for a weekend. And I know that you have a test on Monday, and I know that you have this. Like maybe that makes me a jerk, but the the best thing is just to step away from all of it and just see like, this is what's actually important. This was actually good. So we're going to be in community. We're going to be in friendship. We're going to talk about big things. We're not going to talk about finance and accounting. We're not going to talk about engineering or your senior design project. We're going to talk about, you know, what kind of father do you want to be one day? What kind of husband do you want to be one day? Like, those are the questions that I like to talk about with people, but I can, I never have the time to say, Oh man, I got to go. You know, So it's just, I don't know, creating if things that I can do now and things that other people who maybe are dedicated to to reclaiming college, like those are the things you can do is get people out of themselves, get people out of the, the situation, take them on trips, go go hiking, go on a bike ride, whatever, and, and ask them about these things because these are the big conversations. These are the big questions. That's what I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm waxing poetic now. I apologize. I've definitely, I definitely talked more than you already so far. So I, I don't, I don't mind. Um, right. but like when, when you, when you look at the, the four areas of formation, right? The JP2, yeah. the ship. Thing, yeah. Right. The ship, the ship. I said that to someone the other day and they're like, I never heard it put that way before. And I was like, well, I mean, it's just oh, easy way for me to remember it. Um, 
human comes first human formation comes first then spiritual formation it's 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 hyssop hyssop um then then intellectual formation right but in our especially in the public school system we have it not even backwards we just skip human we we barely touch human formation right and then we just completely skip spiritual formation and then we just shove them in intellectual formation and what that it just kills the soul it like it's like when you um oh my gosh what's it like when you have an itch or like uh-huh. a rash right uh-huh. and you i know about those you know or like or like a, or like a bug bite right you're not supposed to scratch cuz eventually you're going to scratch so much it's just going to irritate your skin and every time you go to like scratch it again it's going to hurt even worse that's what we do with our intellectual formation we just scratch it and then eventually it just becomes irritated and now we have a worse problem and every time we have to exercise our intellect it's like scratching that rash again you're just like oh my gosh this is the worst we haven't properly disposed ourselves to grow intellectually because we haven't formed our students humanitively humanely or spiritually that that plays into your role as a youth minister Ooh, good transition yeah sure i mean are you gonna are you gonna teach students to live well are you gonna teach students yeah i mean i think because high school is the time because i i talk a lot about how college is the time to like form habits for your vocation after college or whatever marriage um, priesthood, all those different things. And- <laughs> Sorry, I was. I this this kind of relates to that. I was talking to uh, to Phoebe this morning. She wanted her one of her friends was feeling down, so she wanted to like do like a girls' night thing. And I'm gonna be. I'm not at work all night, but there's a staff party, so I'm not gonna be home. And she was like, "Can I use your house?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, and I was like, "Oh wait, crap, hold on." So, um, and I remember there's two cereal bowls on my coffee table. And I was like, here's the thing. So I have this bad habit of I wake up in the morning and I get ready and I get my cereal and I sit down on the couch and I watch TV. And then I rush out the door without putting the bowls back in the sink. And she was like, she looked at me dead in the eye. And she was like, that needs to stop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and wow. I was like, sounds good. <laughs> Lay down the law. You need you need to form habits before because that, that that's just a fight waiting to happen, right? That's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. How did women get so wise? What what did God do to them anyway? It, they 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 uh, never mind. <laughs> what what? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on the podcast or any any time. Bonus podcast. Okay. I'm gonna no not bonus podcast. Bonus bonus. Virtuously choosing to not make the joke. <laughs> there's there's like there's like podcast level content. There's bonus podcast level content. Then there's just Ethan and Patrick hanging out content, and then there is this stays locked away forever. Content. Yeah. Then this is a. I'm gonna give this one up to Jesus, and he's gonna know that I didn't say it for him. You know, <laughs> what oh, a guy. Man. What a guy. What what a lord. There was another thing. Oh yeah. This this. Uh, so th- just another thing too. So this is something that both of our ministries can can benefit from. I think. Have you seen? Never mind. I'll get to that in a second. So <laughs> here's something we could both benefit from. Have you? Never mind. <laughs> so <laughs> so the going along with all of this right and teaching people how to live well and that being a main part of evangelization because it's it, teaching people how to live well is essentially pre-evangelization because yes. 
you're you're teaching people like this is what a good human life looks like and then i mean you're you're there more you're you're tilling the soil to make it more fertile than to introduce the person of christ and what a life of discipleship looks like and then from that point on then they can teach other people about who jesus is and, and evangelize others right that's the whole point of of any of this of living well yes and so the 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 thought is is like okay we need to have a, a church or a newman center or a, a youth group full of people that are living well and right now at newman we have some people but not a lot of people because the people that we do have living well they don't necessarily they aren't necessarily bought into the community and they're still kind of half in and half out and i think especially for youth it's really hard to get them bought into a place that maybe they come once a week or twice a week um, we have the benefit of seeing them, you know, a couple times a week, maybe for events or a meal or for mass or whatever. Um, and so one of the students was asking me, like, how do we like because there we have people that are bought in in the fraternities and sororities who are who are making disciples and leading Bible studies and, you know, guys on the soccer team and all these different things. So how do we get them more in the community? Right. Because the community is good. Like, how do we let them know that they are welcome in this community? Yeah. Um, and I'm like the the. The, the trick, the tricky situation that we can get ourselves into is thinking that there's a golden calf of an event or a golden calf of a, of a style of advertising or um, a golden calf of a ping pong table that if we have this or if we do this or if we say this, then people will want to come and hang out with us and be a part of the community. And that's just not that's just not true. Like that's there's no not how any of this works. No, yeah. no silver bullet for ministry. Um, especially with things as delicate as getting people to change how they live their lives. So the, the thought that I had was I, I went back to this video from 2009. Have you ever seen it? It's um, it's, it's this guy dancing, the guy dancing alone at the festival. Oh yeah. Classic. And then, and then one guy comes and then, and then another guy comes. So it's, I, and then eventually, right, it's like a whole bunch of people dancing together, like literally hundreds of people. But the, it's a three-minute long video. Mm. And Have you ever I, heard I, the, the classic hymn, um, Lord of the Dance? Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same. I analyzed it with a student on the leadership team here, and I showed it to her, and I was like, have you ever seen this before? She said no. I was like, oh, this is perfect. So the first minute is – for the first 30 seconds is just one dude for the next, um, you know, 10 seconds. It's, it's the second guy. And then for the, for the last, you know, minute, um, up until that, that one minute mark, it's, it's just the third guy. So most of the first minute is just the one dude by himself looking like a moron. And then <laughs> two, two other guys looking like a moron in a minute's time in the next, um, 15 seconds, it goes from three to six. In the next 15 seconds, it goes from 6 to 24. In the next um, 15 seconds, it goes from 24 to probably 40 or 50. So by the time we hit the two-minute mark, we have a, a huge group of 50, 60, 70 people, right? And then and then at the end, from from a minute or from two minutes to three minutes, it's just put people just pouring in uh, at the the rate that we've reached, right? Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, it's, it's all a group of 100, 150 people that are standing there all dancing together. It's an amazing video. And I, I, it's spiritual multiplication one one but that's, I was just curious for, for that, like how that relates to, to what you're doing. Like how do you harness the power of the one and the two and the three um, and encourage them 
to to get the six and then the 24 and then the 50 and then you know all of those things is that something you think about it is i was having a conversation last night um you know sometimes you just sit around and you have a useless conversation about what's not being done and what needs to be done yeah i do it every week yeah, online online on the podcast <laughs> and you're like man if only if only did the, it's it's the golden calf thing it's like here's what they yeah. gotta do here's what they gotta do they gotta do this i was talking to yeah. a guy yesterday um and for a long time, it's the 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 story has been, uh, or he, he was talking about like he's like, man, I just can't believe we only have one youth minister. They really need to hire another youth minister. <laughs> and I was like, for a long time, there were there there were youth ministries, right? But there was no one youth minister, right? Mm-hmm. They, we had a part time guy. Uh, shout out, um, shout out, shout out, part time guy. Shout out, Chris. Oh, okay. and um, he. He, and I was like, for a long time, it's been, man, if only we had a youth minister. And then when you get it, it's like, man, if only we had two youth ministers, we'd, <laughs> we'd, we'd be great. And I think, I think that that's, that's something that we tend to do. Um, but we don't, we don't focus on, we don't focus on what stage of the dancing video we're at. Right. It's like one guy has to dance for a minute, whole minute in order to get another person to be like, this looks fun. Um, and then that person needs to be so committed because for the 30 seconds it's like that's where that's where ministries are made and broken is like because i i i can dance as long as you freaking need me to man like first of all i love this this is so much fun and also i'm paid to be here so it's like it's not it's not like um, it's not like i i have the luxury to walk away right but the other guy guy number two whoever that is right like my my core team for instance like hey guys so um, you're probably going to need to stick around and suffer through some like dryness, right? Like th- this is how, this is how dedicated y'all need to be. And that second stage when the, the rush of dancing is gone and you're like, everyone's looking at me. That's when a really crucial decision point is made. But if you mm-hmm. power through that, yes, it, not yes. power oh well, you don't power through it jesus does jesus been, does it in us in us i have been um like i'm a big vision guy right i'm like a big i'm a big picture guy i'm like here's the vision like i i want i want there to be a youth ministry this is the only crazy thing i say on a regular basis i want there to be a youth ministry that has something happening every day um yes and that's Let's not that's not, go. that's not necessarily something that i have to be at right so like i want i want to create a youth ministry a culture of youth ministry where the core team organizes bible studies or the students organize bible studies on their own or hangouts or like catechism studies Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. they need Mm -hmm. or want and i just like open the youth room and i go into the office and i do work while they hang out and like disciple each other right that's my dream right that's my dream you're like a you're like a dad Yes, kind of opening up the basement for the children to play while exactly. he trims the hedges out of doors. Yeah, except perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. my that's my goal, um, and I can communicate that vision as much as I want, right? And so I have I have a structure. I have like all this stuff. I have this like seven habits style <laughs> plan, whatever you know. And and then I presented it, and I'm like, all right, how do we get there? And the answer is not um, hard work. By itself, the answer is not um, commitment or advertising in the bulletin or any of that stuff. It is a scandalous humility 
and abandonment to the will of Jesus Christ. That Ooh. is how you get there. There's mm. there's nothing else. The Father Father Anthony was talking about this on, on Clerically Speaking. I don't know what episode it was, but he was like, the, the, the glory of the church is the fact that it's limped along. Uh-huh. The glory, the glory of the church is not how like fantastically successful it is. The glory of the church is like how slowly we move, but how much happens anyway. And that's just what I've been reflecting on these past couple of weeks with starting up the ministry. Is like I feel very much like I'm limping, but I'm gonna keep abandoning that limping to Christ. Yeah, limp gang, limp gang. Yeah, it can very much feel like you're limping when you're, I mean, today's the first day of March. So yeah, February, February bottom, I I would say probably it's the 12th month out of like, if we're going to put them in order, like it's at the bottom (laughs) of the list. And so when you're in kind of this weird, everything's cold and sad and dark and you've been going since the beginning of the year and there's no break yet and you're not you've got 2 weeks till spring break and you're just like and there's nothing and even worse with you if you're in like a real boy job you don't get breaks ever <laughs> yeah and you're just working all the time and you're in february or march or whatever and you're just getting depressed and sad like this as far as like the the nice thing about the lord is that he's built in a year for us to power through so that we can get used to powering through, you know, it's like just <laughs> yeah. get through winter and you'll get to summer and everything will be great again. You know, uh, spring comes I, after I, winter. I, 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 well, not in Kansas. We go straight yeah, from winter to summer. <laughs> straight in. <laughs> spring um, is very like, important to me. Uh, we spring, had, we, we get a week of spring, spring and I'm stuck inside that whole week because I'm sneezing and then I I get I emerge a week later and it's 800 degrees outside. So <laughs> here's how I know that I'm used to the north. There. Here's how uh-huh. I here's how I know I'm finally used to the north. Yesterday it was 50 degrees. I walked outside. I didn't need a heavy jacket and I was like, "Wow. It's still winter." I was like, "Something's going to happen. This is fake. Yep. This is false mm-hmm. spring." Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Within 12 hours, it was downpouring snow. It was just, it was like, it was like Dandruff Danny from Hannah Montana. That was, it really, it really, really be like that. It do be like that. I had another point. I forgot what it was. Are we still talking about the intellect? Are we talking about powering through ministry? I think we're talking about how you can subscribe to more of our bonus podcasts on patreon.com slash the crunch we uploaded a minute long bonus podcast the shortest bonus podcast ever there is there is no there's no um limit of what we can do and what's possible on patreon.com slash the crunch i've heard that some people are having trouble commenting um what i would love is if you maybe wanted to comment on uh patreon i won't let you maybe throw that comment on the on the facebook page the crunch, yeah. crunch patrons facebook page something that we check and update with regularity because the patreon social networking feature kind of janky a little bit yeah and it doesn't the notification system doesn't really work and i don't really get to see like who's doing what on our page and i don't know i think it should just be a way that we can post some stuff like like the bonus podcasts work really well on there but should really just be a way to direct people to facebook yeah we should just run our patreon through venmo like you just Venmo us money every month and we like Yeah, if you want to just Venmo me money like even without don't even look at Patreon, don't even think about it. You're not just even you me... don't even listen to the crunch. You listen to other podcasts that aren't as good and you're like I'm just mm. going to give them money because mm-hmm. I want them to be better. Yeah, because they've based their podcasts off of the crunch. 
Anyway, that's 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 it for me. That's that's all, folks. That's that's all I've got. I need to pack. I yeah. need to shower. Mm-hmm. I have to go Enterprise Tokyo Drift. Get out of here. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving for a bit. But I told them I would pick up the car at 9:30 because I didn't know when I was going to be leaving. But I'm not leaving until this afternoon. So I do not rent cars with regularity. The only time I rented I, a car was when I crashed the other one. Dude, I renting a car is actually quite cheap. And it just comes straight from my support team account because Focus has a deal with Enterprise or whatever. So that's awesome. I know. So it's dope. So I literally just go on this website where it's like enter in, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I enter in all this stuff and I say like the purpose for my trip, whether or not it's with students. And then uh, they pick the car for me. Usually it's like you get all excited because you think that you're going to get to choose which car you're going to drive. And it's just you get the economy every time. Yeah. It's just fine. And so, uh, but then it's like, yeah, it's going to cost you, you know, X amount of money. It's not very expensive. And it just, it just, you don't have to pay at that moment. It just pulls it from your account and you do, you never see that money. And it, it's just great. Like it just, it just happens. And then, so I think I'm going to do that until I get a car. Like this is a great way to get home and get places. It's just renting a car. Like, and it's like, and you know, it's going to work and you know, it's going to be clean and you don't have to listen to other people's podcast preferences you can listen to your own podcast preference because you are <laughs> you are in charge you are large and in charge large and in charge in your nissan Sentra or whatever you are large you. marge thank you you ever watch peewee's big adventure no no i've never never tell done. him tell him large marge sent you okay i will at the enterprise when i go today <laughs> large marge sent me you gotta watch that movie it's so weird Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Um, <laughs> gosh dang it. <laughs> no, and you know why? Because it's 9.30 in the morning. I'm so tired, and I want to go back to sleep, but I'm going to work instead. Goodbye. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we'll see you next week. The only thing I could think of was anger. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.